Welcome to the No Disqualifications Podcast. I am Adrian. I am Laszlo. We're your dealers. Time for your fix. It's SummerSlam 89, August 28th, 1989, East Jeez. Rutherford, New Jersey, Meadowland Arena, 20,000 in attendance. 20,000? They've sold it probably, out. There's probably like two or three people besides that, but you know. More or less, give or take. Right. Well, let's get into it. Let's do it. Taglines feel the heat, so. Summertime. Feel the heat. Uh, first match of your night, we have the Heart Foundation versus the Brain Busters. This is how you jerk the curtain, bro. I, man, so these tag matches have been really hitting. They've been they've been smacking, as the kids they say. They have really been hitting. Here. They've been busting. You look sad. I, I'm confused. Why? On why you would say that out loud? Busting. That's These the, matches are busting. That's what the kids say. Busting. B-U-S-S-I-N. That busting is when you bust kids from one neighborhood to another. It's busting. Right. B-U-S-S-I-N. What letter's missing? The G. The T. No. <laughs> Tolly Blanchard. So he starts off and he he's like he gets systematically controlled by the Heart Foundation. Like, they do not allow a tag at all. That's right. And it's... And Arn's over there fantastic. freaking out. And, and whenever he hits him, he's, like, reaching out anywhere for a tag. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. There's a moment where they have him in a, a wrist lock, and they just keep making frequent tags, and he stays in the wrist lock the entire time. They keep holding on to his... They keep hold of his wrist. There's a moment where um, he he's being held by his wrist, he takes his leg and he like tries scooting over and Brett like follows him a little bit <laughs> yeah. and then pulls him in and drops an elbow on him. And drags him across the ring by his wrist so he can make the tag. That was it was it was good, it was systematic. Um, it's showing chemistry. It that was that was fantastic. Um, Anvil though, he gets put in the top spot because Anvil is starting to get beat down. Where he's just keep, he keeps getting beat down. He can't make it to the corner. Every time he goes over to make it to look almost like what they did with Tully. Every time he gets close to the corner, it's an elbow drop, it's this or that. They're cutting off the ring. Um, big hot tag to Brett. Brett goes off, and he's he's sending people left and right. Power slam, power slam, power slam. Um, after he knocks Arn Anderson off the apron, Nightheart's kind of standing up, kind of dazed. Brett shoots um, Tolly off the ropes, and while he shoots him off the ropes, they slingshot Nightheart in, and Nightheart does his... Uh, Signature shoulder block, the spear, whatever you want to call it, uh, and then afterwards, everything breaks loose. Yeah, and there's a moment here where, um, where you think Brett is going to get the win, he's going to get the pin here, and then Arn dives off of the double axe handle. He rolls Tolly over on top of him, and that is the win. Um, the Brainbusters win. I gave this five bells. This you can't not give this five bells. I'm just saying this was what a great match. It was fun and it showed the, the pure the respect of Arn Anderson and the disrespect of the other dude, <laughs> Tully Blanchard. Tully Blanchard. Um, couple of really great spots. Uh, Bret Hart's the man. Yeah, he's he's a killer. So. What we're saying here, the Grey Busters versus the Hard Foundation, welcome. You're here.
know your name. The world knows your name. What a match. It was so good. They did they did tag team differently back then. Yeah, it's it was like I I mean, it, the focus was all on the psychology and the chemistry of it. Yeah. Rather than the uh, let's get a high spot here or a high spot there. Keep him away from Arn because Arn's yeah. a killer. He uh, the spine buster alone. That yeah. And uh they don't do it like that anymore. No. They really don't. It's sad. We need a good tag team again. This is amazing. It's, yeah. And, what a match. And, and something I wanted to address, I just I hadn't had the time to. Um, we will at some point kind of go back and we will rewatch some of the, the matches that we have put on the, in the Hall of Fame prior to when we started this 85 to current times journey just to, just to make sure they live up to what we're setting here because the matches that we have since we started this 85 journey steamboat and savage forget it great match bulldogs and rougeos oh hell yeah <laughs> the mega powers versus mega bucks okay mega bucks mega powers oh. mega cheeks uh the <laughs> men's money in the bank ladder match we watched this year that was a great fight. That was a great match. Brainbusters and Strike Force we just watched. Savage versus Hogan. Hey. And then Howard Foundation versus Brain. I mean, so we have eleven matches that we'll go back and just check and make sure they live up to the standard. We've set the bar rather high at this. I think. Yes. Uh, I don't know if C W Anderson versus Tommy Dreamer is going to make the make the cut right now. <laughs> with with the, the, the level of. Wait, wait, you don't know who's gonna be? C.W. Anderson versus Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> I don't know if that. I don't know if that should be in the same hall. Was it just you and me, or was that me, you and Darren? That was me, you and Tay. Oh man! I don't know if that's gonna stand up to Steamboat and Savage. And I don't think it will. I don't think it will either. I think a lot of these matches probably won't. So we'll have to check. Go we'll check have to go. Back. Yeah, we'll have to go back to the retrospectively, retroactively review. Yes. Yeah, so. um, but next, I just want to say, as the kids say that, as the kids say. Old school tag team was bussing and it hit differently. Good job. Okay. Um, next up here we have, of course, we're checking our death count. Nightheart's dead. Damn. Um, father of Natalia. Yeah. Uh, next we have the Honky Tonk Man versus Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes is also dead. Um, Good. Oh. Uh, what about the Honky Tonk Man? Is he still alive? Yeah. <laughs> um, Dusty backdrops Honky Tonk. Um, he has him in a. He also has him in a wrist lock. And while Honky Tonk's like, trying to pull away from the wrist lock, Dusty messes with his hair and it pisses him off. And then he hits him with the atomic drop. And he hits him with two bionic elbows. He calls the bionic elbows. It's just an elbow to the head. Um, Dusty powers up and. For a minute, you think he's going on a run. He does his punches. His punches look nice. I do like his punches where he kind of... And while Honky Tonk's kind of leaning with it, Dusty's kind of leaning with him too and hit him as well. And then, So he steps he steps into his jab. Yeah. And, and then Honky gets a hold of him. And you think that, okay, it's over. Because Jimmy Hart pulls that guitar out and he's going to hit Dusty. Dusty moves. He hits Honky. He hits another elbow. A pin hockey for the win. I give it two. I give it one. Next. Okay. Uh, Red is, Rooster. I, I didn't even know. I'm sorry. I didn't even notice the guitar smack. You said, and I was looking. I was on TikTok at that point. He this was. this match sucked, <laughs> dude. Yeah. It was slow, and um, 
Dusty Rhodes, I don't think I've seen him before. Let's keep it that way. Oh. Well, we can't. You never know. We might have to run into him again. But oh, we're gonna run into him again. Okay, good. I guess whatever. <laughs> it was bad. Okay, next we had Mr. Perfect and the Red Rooster. Yeah. Um, Do it, dude. I I I was mentally checked out of this one. I uh, too was. I did nothing. Out of nothing too big caught my mind, but I saw the Perfect Plex at the end. I know Mr. Perfect won. I gave it a two. I gave it a two. I I sleepwalked. Through the slept slept walked sleepwalked. You're sleepwalking. I was sleepwalking through this one. It was blech, yeah, yeah. But uh, next up, Tito Santana and the Rockers yeah. against Rick Martel and the, the fabulous Rougeos. I'm gonna let you speak on it. Okay, listen. The talent in this in in this ring. I, I hate this. Like, people don't think wrestling takes talent. I, they're stupid. Fight me. Come come at me, bro. The, these guys, the, the, just the opening sequence with, the, with uh, the, the Rockers, I don't know how long they practiced or, how, or who, uh, what, choreographed their moves. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the, the, opening, the opening double drop kicks, my God, they were great. Um... Uh, Tito Santana stomping on Rick Martel and, and, and getting all amped up was was so amazing. And, and the, we have the, the Rougeaus. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them in a bad match yet. And, you know, here's the thing. Here's the cool thing here. We're, we're coming, coming off of WrestleMania 5. We're seeing WrestleMania 5, Martel and Santana are tag team partners. But something happened. Ooh, something. As Martel said, I was tired of dragging him along with me. So when you see them meet up in the ring, it's a moment. But to open the match, you get double hip toss, double elbow drop, triple drop kick. Oh, and one of the Rougeaus tries to get a handshake and makes a big scene out of, out of like, because I think Tito Santana doesn't want to shake any hands. He wants to, he wants to fight. He wants to throw. Let's go. And, and he was like, hey, vato. And, uh, uh, okay, go on. Go on. Oh, um, Shawn Michaels handshake. goes wild. He's taking out everyone. Yeah. Um, things start to break down. And while things are breaking down, people are going left, right, and center. Um, it, it's a big mix-up. Martel pins Janetti, even though Martel is not the legal man. Um, and neither is Janetti. So it's a, it's a finish that's kind of confusing. But that being said, the action was tight. The action was great. Five. What a match. So good. The pageantry, the storytelling. Again, this is is such a great match. Bro, the the tag team back then was busting and it hit differently. I'll agree with you. I love you. You will? Even the way I said it like that? I will still agree with you. It, 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 like, I don't know what the tag teams are nowadays. I don't know what you the what, but the Rockers. Rizzo's New Day. That, that's what you're rocking with now. Okay. New Day. Um, I can't say anything bad about those those guys. I just, even the trombone. I love that. Those guys are great. Throwing the pancakes at the crowd. There came um, a time where, I'd say probably 2016, where like SmackDown had like six tag teams. 
Raw had like six tag teams. Oh, like, were they good? Were they? Were yeah, they-, they were really good, and they they had character. Like they had characters, they had different styles. They worked, but the tag divisions kind of dwindled so much. I'm gonna have to do a couple YouTube searches tonight on see some compilation videos on like what they think are the best tag teams. Because if the Rockers aren't up there, just from the two matches I've seen them in, come on. And the 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 Heart Foundation, the Brainbusters, dude. I, I like again, like I said. Okay, New Day. WWE came out with a list of top fifty tag teams of all time. All time. WWE did. Yes. Who cares? That's they're not fans. I mean, unless they did it, unless they operated off polls. I don't mean to be, I didn't mean to be dismissive like that, but unless they they came off like a poll from the fans, who cares, bro? Like, you're right. You know, you're right. Um, I'm just. I'm gonna give you where they place some of, where they place some of the uh, the tag teams that we have seen. Okay. All right. So, um, Bushwhackers were number fifty. That, that's fair. I, Strike Force forty six. Get out of here. Um, I'm trying. I'm just trying to think of of teams that we've currently watched recently. Who's uh, waited RKO? I know that's, that's Randy. Randy Orton and uh, Edge. Oh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's Rated see. R. I, I got it. Okay. Um, the Rockers, number fourteen, out of fifty. Yes. I okay. Fine. Mega Powers, thirteen. Demolition made number twelve or eleven. Really? British Bulldogs, ten. Yeah. What about and the? Were the Rougeos even on there? Ah. Uh, the fabulous Rougeos. Fabulous Rougeos, did they make the list? Let me see here. No. That's a travesty. See? I told you, dude. They never respect... They don't respect the Rougeos. It's disgusting. They're not in the Hall of Fame. It's filth. They're not, they're in our Hall of Fame a couple times. I think they're actually in WWE's Hall of Fame. But oh, okay. They're not on the list of greatest tag teams. That's outrageous. Which doesn't make sense to me. Number uh, top five here. Yeah. Uh, with Dudley Boys. Okay. Edge and Christian. Okay. Heart Foundation. Yes. The Hardy Boys. Yes. New Day. New Day's number one? Yeah. I disagree. I think New Day's held more tag titles in WWE than anybody else. That's probably if we do if we go by determined, but like if we go by that, then yeah. But I mean like but but the rock the rockers would, would run circles around those guys. You think? Yeah. The the, the chemistry, the the team stuff. Oh. We have to see it. Like, there was, like when they opened this match with a set of drop kicks that and a, and some back rolls and then they popped up and then they closed. It was perfect. I would say, as far as chemistry, I would almost say that I would think the Rockers are better than the Hardy Boys. And as far as chemistry, is doing yeah. teams together, doing moves in together in tandem in unison. They can't do that. The Hardys. Um, the Hardys don't do it often. They they because they're kind of tr- car crash wrestlers. Yeah. That being said, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, they're pretty. They're pretty in sync. Okay. But it's it's one of those dream matches we're never gonna get. Sadly, because Marjane is a crackhead. Um. Yeah, and and um. Murder, a homophobic murder. And when I again, I was I was talking personally to. Uh, uh, Shawn Michaels and I asked him well, so what, are you ever going to get in the ring with New Day and he was all like I was like yeah 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 well like with the New Day do you want to get back in the ring with That's what I like to me like okay you know I didn't understand you but whatever you say bro you know 
That's it. You know how uh, yeah. <laughs> I know how it is. Yeah. yeah, me and Sean talk often. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, so Sean, like you know, we want two number nines, one number seven. What are you? Are you hungry? I mean, are you are you trying to eat? And he was like, to me, you know, Jesus, you know, like you said, to me, you know, Jesus, did you ask Sean about the whole Mario Janetti situation? I was like, dude, with Mario Janetti throwing the guy off the bridge for you know making a pass at him did you talk to him you know it's like he interrupted me and he was like you know like i said i don't to me you know jesus said i don't you know like i said i don't so there was that man i was like geez dude it's it's, it's too bad man good luck good luck with with your speech therapy that you need you are we well when you believe something to me you just like Jesus Rick Rude Ultimate Warrior IC title what do you talk to me about it um, Rick Rude has impressed me. He, he's I'm, I'm coming around. He he is like I recently like we we're, we're taking a new path. It's a new day. Yes, it is. And we are not doing what we were doing. We we're fought, we're going sequentially in uh, you know for, for pay per views from 2001. And uh, Kurt Angle was blowing me away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rick Rude's blowing me away. Was good on the mic. Uh, was real athletic. And again. Um, I'm not gay, but if I were, he'd be my boyfriend. That physique is is something to behold or be held, if you will. Uh, I I I like the Ultimate Warrior less and less and less and less and less. That's fair. Every day that that I watch him and the um, I the part of his gimmick was a no sell like like um. When when I end up to where you're standing over me and I pull you down, what's that called? That's a sunset flip. When I when he did a sunset flip, you're supposed to at least feign that you're off balance. Not the not the not the ultimate warrior. Not the, the ultimate warrior. Just looks at him and looks at the crowd and starts punching him in the head. Uh, I don't like that guy. I ha- I haven't seen. I don't I don't think I, I've seen a good match with him in it yet. Um, I mean, personally, I thought that his WrestleMania match was fine, but this one was just a mediocre, moderate cop- carbon copy of this one. Uh, Warrior throws Root around over the top rope. Warrior suplexes Root on the outside here. Pile driver to Root for two. Gets foots on the rope as well. Piper comes out and distracts. And then right. Warrior does his, his combo, shoulder, tackle, gorilla press slam, body, uh, body splash for the win. Um, I gave it I gave it two. I also gave it two. Uh, it just mediocre. Didn't need to happen. No, nah. um, and and I, I man, it's, it's it's such a shame. All these guys, man, and like like, I'm from the era with if you see picture and color on TV, that means it was it was from guys that are probably still walking the earth. Yeah, and you watch this. I'm 41. Guys. All right, and I'd like to see, and most of these guys are gone. 12, 12. Both Ultimate Warrior and Rude are both I kind of fell off of it a little bit. Mr. Perfect's dead. Um, Rude and Warrior are both dead. Bobby Heenan is also dead. Yeah. And then we get to this next match, and Andre's gone. Another person on the list. That sucks. Um, But the Twin Towers are still alive? Both of of them. Wow. Um, Really sloppy brawling for this match. Oh, uh, I gave Ultimate Warrior and Rick Rude too. Sorry, I don't know. If, no, you're fine, you're fine. Did you uh, even tell him? What, yeah, too. 
Okay. Okay. So now we have the uh, Andre and the Twin Towers um, against Demolition and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I called him King Duggan because he was wearing a crown and a cape when he well, walked he's out. He's a king, yeah. Um, just so I called him King Duggan in this. I'm not. I don't call him a king. He's he's. Uh, well, he is a king. He's a simpleton. I mean. Well, sometimes you don't. You don't. You're not supposed to elect the village idiot as your king. Didn't we do that in 2016? Bing, bing, liberal, scoring points for the ding, got it, you know. Yeah, now people will, like, share a podcast. Probably. Oh, my gosh, they have the same mindset as me. Only talking about wrestling? I didn't even watch it, but you agreed with me on one thing. They hate Trump, so I like them now. Sure. Look, no matter what aisle you fall in, you're still a junkie, and you need your fix. And... We are the pusherman. I'm your pusherman. I'm your I'm your pusherman. I'm your mama. I'm your daddy. I'm that brother in the alley. I'm the doctor when you need want some wrestling. I tried to make it rhyme. Didn't really stick. Yeah, okay. Anyway, um, against demolition and uh, King Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Stupid. Um, <laughs> really, dude. It was just bro- it was sloppy. All of it was sloppy. Uh, Andre can't function, and I'm not faulting him for it. He was a mess. I'm just saying point. he can't do it, and there's a time when you have to stop. Yeah. Andre may have been on to live for another two years, maybe, if he quit wrestling after WrestleMania 3. I mean, given it's just two years, but it's two years of not being dead. Yeah. That's, and it's, it's, Instead of having, what, you're 89? WrestleMania 3 was in 87. Two years. So instead of having two mediocre years of wrestling, he could just have two... Decent years of, of life. Of life, of living. But he was still in pain. But, like, I mean, never heard about him having a drug problem. I did hear about him drinking, like, a barrel of, like, a keg of beer. To take the ease off of his pain problem. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, look, man, if it weren't for WWE and, and Vince McMahon, he would have just died on a farm in France somewhere. I mean, he did die on a farm in France somewhere. He, oh, God. That's sad. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. It's I, like that, though. He's from France, so I mean, you got to die at home. Uh, Princess Bride is one of my top 10,000 favorite movies of all time, so. Anybody want a peanut? I could kill you with my bare hands right now, you know. That was the first time I ever saw Andre the Giant was in Princess Bride. My mom had it on DVD, and it was on repeat. It was one of my favorite movies as a kid growing up. And I was always like, oh, it's kind of weird that That's I That's inconceivable just, that you would say that. Screw off. You know what's weird? That actor, I, I don't like him. I forget his name, but, but he's that guy. I he's just been, don't like him. I don't know why. I just don't. Something against him. It's just how he looks. He's a very booger from Revenge of the Nerds vibe to him. Yeah, he looks like he he's done things that are unspeakable because <laughs> he was not loved right. Sheep. That being said, I used to have Princess Diary on DVD. And Princess and Bride. Princess Bride, yeah. Well, I, had Princess Diary, I had Princess Diary on DVD as well. Did you really? Anne Hathaway, she's a queen. And Anne, Anne Hathaway is an a goddess for real. So beautiful. Um, but with Princess Bride, I was always like, I am so, I'm so like I was so like I, I thought I was like, am I stupid for having like this on DVD? Like, Princess Bride, no. no. But here's the thing though, because you know, Princess Bride, I'm like, wow, like I must be weird because I was a kid. And I was like. Why would a boy be watching this? You remember the for the rodents of unusual unusual sizes and I, the sword fighting? I kept watching. I was like, man, 
this movie's dope. It's like I don't remember what my name is Inigo Montoya and you killed my father prepared, prepared to die. die. Uh, you don't happen to have six fingers in your left hand, do you? Do you start all your conversations <laughs> this way? No. The man who killed my father has six fingers on his hand. And when I see him, I plan to say, hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And then the moment when he finally finds out. He says it over and over. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Stop saying that. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. It was it was a it was an action adventure. It was a romance. It had Comedy. giants and 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 dwarves and Billy Crystal. Oh, true you were saying true bluff. <laughs> he's like, he's is Billy Crystal Jewish? Yes. So he's like, he was playing like the stereotypical Jew? Yeah, and his wife Carol Kane, who I don't know her religious superstitions. I would she was assume his, she's probably Jewish as well. She was his, husband, least, his wife. You know, at least they had a Jewish marriage. It's the custom. I'm not Jewish though, so I don't know about it. Um, Me either. Want to see? There's a little kid that was listening to the podcast and just could start crying. <laughs> he's he's going to what does that mean? He's going to like... Calls his dad. Start to like, stop! Um, <laughs> then your dad, his dad's going to listen to it and be like, you know what? I have, I have an itch. I have a need that I need... I have an itch that I need scratched. The only people that can scratch it is the no-disqualification podcast. Disqualification podcast. I know. I know. The, the, the track marks near your ears are just getting just itchy. You just need... They're crawling. You need your fix. You feel like there's fire ants in your veins. Instead of taking the spoon and lighting it up, take your thumb, click your phone, light the screen up, and listen to the No Disqualifications podcast, baby. Duggan pulls out a 2x4, and he hits Akeem the African Dream with it. Good. Oh, and that's God. the match. I gave it two. I gave it three. It, it was five. Look... The crowd, you got. I got to look at the crowd. The crowd was every time you said "ho," the crowd went "ho" with them. Three bells. It was. It was interesting. You know. Um, next up here we have Valentine, Greg Hammer, Valentine, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Valentine is distracted by Ronnie Garvin. Um, Hercules gains control right away. <laughs> he was the announcer. He Ronnie was Garvin. talking trash. It was talking mad trash about Valentine. <laughs> um, while this goes down, Hercules gains control for a little bit. Valentine rolls him up off the ropes, uses his feet on the ropes for the win. Afterwards, Ronnie Garvin was like, oh, well, you're the winner of the match. Hercules. And the referee's like, hey, bro, like, seriously, cut it out. Like, <laughs> yeah. who won? I won your match by disqualification, Hercules. Hercules. And then Valentine snaps and like cold cocks him and knocks him out of the ring. It looked real. Yeah, it, it looked like it really landed on his chin. Valentine did win the match, though. Um, I gave it to. It was just so. If it weren't for the theatrics after and theatrics before, I would have given it two. I gave it three because like the, like Ronnie Garvin was so funny. <laughs> yeah, cigar put out in his eye. For real. Yeah. Wink, 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 wink. Hey, That's hey, the first hey. thing my mom ever saw on uh, wrestling was having Ronnie Garvin with a cigar put on his eye. And then she saw him like the next day and he was fine. Fine. So. Ruined it for her. Thanks, Ronnie. Uh, I, I, you're actually alive, I think. I don't know. Really? I think so. I think Good for Ronnie, him, man. I mean, yeah. Ruined wrestling for my mom, though. Could have had a happy, magical childhood. And <laughs> you didn't know how to stick to kayfabe and you screwed it all up for you, redneck piece of garbage. 
You almost cursed. I saw it in your face. In your yeah, eyes. redneck piece of trash. <laughs> um, DiBiase versus Jimmy Superfly Snuka murderer. Um, Snuka botches a leapfrog. Bellator, he killed it. Um, he botches the leapfrog. That was just, bro, like, you're old. Don't do it anymore. Stop. He was pretty old at this point. And um, it was a legend. It was legendary at the time. Yeah, it was. Was. You know, infamous. I um, said at the time, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. Um, he goes for the super five <laughs> splash, but Virgil distracts. Um, Ted DiBiase and they fight. Ted DiBiase and Snooker fight outside. Snooker gets pushed into the ring post. And DiBiase rolls back in. And as um, Ventura famously says, oh, well, he's not with Gorilla this time. He's with Tony Sh- Tony, Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone. Sh- Schiavone, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's with Tony. And he goes, Tony, I told you. Um, it's, it's obvious Snooker is instinct. DiBiase is intellect. Intellect. Yeah. And uh, he outsmarted him. I told you he'd outsmart him. And he did. He technically um, did. Snooker's counted out, but afterwards, Snooker does a super fly smash on Virgil. And DiBiase runs away. But at one point, he got both of them after the match. He had both of them. He hits him, but DiBiase runs away. Um, I give this two. Is it really? Yeah. This was entertainment. I got no. This was entertainment. Uh, I gave it four bells. Are you smoking crack? Sometimes. So if you are, you need to quit and just start uh, listening to the Notice Qualification Podcast. And what happens if I need some Notice Qualification Podcast? We'll give you your fix. I'll get my fix, won't I? Yeah, you will. Right, no, this was funny. And um, again, I'm coming around to Ted DiBiase. There's some pretty awful heels that yeah. I've seen. Uh, in the indie circuit, one of the guys, his wrestling's not really great, but like the guy Jordan Oliver, he wrestles KFW. Yeah. I, he's the crowd hates him, and it's he played. He's got to work on his skill, but like other than that, the crowd it, like hates him. That's what you got to do. That's how DiBiase was the worst. <laughs> like the crowd hated him. His his uh, machismo and, and his his confidence, like oh, like like uh, misplaced confidence. <laughs> like he shouldn't have been that confident. Homeboy, uh, one time he he bet a little black kid. Uh, Ten thousand dollars, something that he couldn't dribble the ball six times. The kid starts dribbling one, two, three, forty. Kicks the ball, and he was like, "Ah, you didn't do it, did you?" Like the crowd, the crowd hated him, and he is. You can't take your eyes off. Him. No, you can't. But then when he starts wrestling, he's kind of garbage. He can go. He can but sell really well. He sells well. And the, the kneeling and putting his hands up. No, he does no. that often. Because he was he's a million dollar man and he has a slate uh, yeah, he has a, a henchman. It happened three times in this one match. Yeah. Well Jimmy Fly Jimmy, Jimmy Snooker, he's got a he's got a questionable past, doesn't he? I would beg for my life too. Me too. Just kidding. I beg for no one. You'd rather die on your feet than live on your knees, right? Yes. Well that's not one that's not DiBiase's <laughs> motto. Well, I mean <laughs> it is what it is, man. It is what it is, man. We're just, the thing about these wrestling matches, you know, I just keep getting older. They it's stay the, the same, same age. age. All right, all right, all right. It'd be cooler if you didn't. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta keep on living. L I V I N G. G. I forgot. No, he didn't say that. Okay, because he's not busting like we are. All right, next match, um, we have the main event. 
Dude. Hogan. Brutus. Versus Savage. Zeus. Debo. Debo. <laughs> my bike. But you got on my drink, homie. <laughs> like, yo. Oh, man. Man, that's my grandma's chain. <laughs> you go drive and cry. <laughs> like we got about $200, huh, Debo? Yeah, I got about $200. What, what you uh, mean? Huh? Huh? <laughs> he walks away, gets on his bike, rides off. Uh, Zeus knows sells for Hogan. Which is, is, that takes balls. Sorry, but it does. Well, you know, because, I mean, but is Hogan going to step up to Debo and say something? No. No. I, I, I don't think, but I'm going to be serious. I don't think Hogan would ever back down from anybody ever. I think he would lay, even even if you knew. I think, I, he, I think if Macho Man pulled up on him, I, I think he would back down. I think he would lay in a puddle of his own blood before I, he backed because, down. Be, listen. Back in, he if if, Ho, if Brutus walks up to Hogan, he's like we're fighting. Put That's one thing, brother. But no, Savage no. is not mentally stable. Fair. <laughs> I think he is under the complete fear that he would be stabbed. Like I, th- I think he would. I honestly, I honest to God, think that Macho Man Randy Savage would grab a scalpel and shank Hogan. A scalpel, if he could. Okay. <laughs> um. No cells. Zeus puts both Hogan and Brutus in the bear hugs, and uh, if you want to fill in the gaps a little bit, I was I was gonna cut straight to the finish, sir. It's up to you. Okay, well, some uh, what's the the woman's name? Not sensational Sherry. She also dead. Wow, what happened? Do you know? Drug overdose. Um, she cracked someone. I think Brutus. No, no, she cracked Hogan with the purse, and and like Hogan went out. Yeah. So, like, there was something in that purse. And then the, the ref, there was confusion because there was no ref. The ref was confused. And, and and then there's a fight that breaks out between Miss Elizabeth and Sherry. And Sherry, I hate to admit it, would pick up Miss Elizabeth and kill drop her. her on her head. And then while that's going on, Hogan gets the purse. And Hogan hits Zeus with the purse. Does his body slam, leg drop. They win. And then after the match, Miss Elizabeth hits Sherry. With the purse? With the purse, I believe. Yeah, I think so. And they all celebrate with Sherry holding the championship on her on her arm again. Um, Zeus got knocked up. out. Yeah, he did. <laughs> One of my favorite lines from... Uh, Friday. Friday is... Down there at... Uh, Between West, Norman and Weston. It's like it's something Baptist. We call that a little sinister sin. And then, oh, you know. Smokey. Smokey. Around here. Between Normandy and Weston. We call it a little twin twin twin. Wow. Nigga. Nice. Amy, let me hold a little bit for my cataracts. You didn't put in on this, man. You did, you did not put in on this, man. Look, look. She's been over. <laughs> the Lord have mercy. The Lord is my shepherd. He know what I want. Miss Parker. Miss Parker. I've seen that movie too many times. And then the Tony, Ta- uh, Tony Cox runs out. <laughs> Coming after the little, little stubby leg. <laughs> I gave this match two bells. Really? Yeah, bro. I couldn't stop watching it. it I'm was, not gonna. It was draining of my mind. It, yeah, fair. You're tired. I can tell you're tired. But also, this match just wasn't clicking for me. I enjoyed it. I gave it four. I enjoyed it. Well, I appreciate it. But you enjoyed it. I just, it, it's didn't click, man. I, I, I feel you. Um, 
the, everything was so weirdly clustered up, and you have Zeus, aka Debo, that's just not able to do a whole lot in the ring. No, and you saw um, what's his name, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage running up to him, and they're talking in his ear tone. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I need you to go over there and uh, just clap his cheeks. And he was all right. Yeah, we're gonna clap, clap the cheeks. cheeks. Um, did he do that? I didn't. I missed uh, yeah, it. a few times. I missed it. <laughs> it's like a rabbit, this guy, huh? Just yep, explosion. <laughs> uh, uh, it was. I. It was fun. This was a fun match. Uh, I, um, good match. I like it. it. wasn't great, but it was good. Let's hop to the awards. Let's do it, bro. Let's do it to it. Match of the night. Hunky Tom for Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> You're smoking. I know. It was Rocco's and the Rockers and Santana and Rick Martel and the Rouge, the Fabulous Rougeos. Okay, I'm going for Brand- Heart Foundation Brainbusters. That was the first match. I yeah, the, the tag team matches. They were busting and hit differently. Killing me on the inside. <laughs> uh, worst match of the night. Oh boy, did I get the Hunky Tonk Man Dusty Rhodes? That was bad. Pretty atrocious. You go from having that such a great tag match to that. They were both on the dark side such. of 40. They had to be. Like, they, they had to be older than 40. Such a train crash that was. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, star of the night. Because I'm going to go with Bret Hart. Yeah? Why? Yeah. I, I just felt like he's. You know, actually, Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Of oh, the Hart Foundation? Yes. Okay, I was at the system was pretty unmatched for his size. Miss Elizabeth. I'm just kidding. I can't go with Miss Elizabeth. I would go with Miss Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth every time she stepped out from the curtain. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, so Adrian, I agree. Uh, I want to say the Rockers and Tito Santana. Okay, fair. That, but they, they weren't a star. They were the stars. Plural, like more than one. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we'll accept the answer. With a match like that, you you get you have to, and they they I don't, who won that match? Um, you I don't remember Rick and Rougeau's. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess they're the good guys, and, and, and like the Rockers and Tito were the heels. No. Vice versa. Yeah. And the the, the heels won. Yeah. Son of a gun. Okay. I was I was paying attention. I know. That was a great match. Uh, but yeah, they, they were my stars of the night. Meltzer of the night. Yeah, look, even though the Honky Tonk Man and Dusty Rhodes were up in there, the Ultimate Warrior. I'm going to go with... There's so many people that suck. Um, I'm going to go with... Man. Um, Rick, Rick Rude had no business. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> you just hate him. He pisses me off. I hear you. I hear he's you. not good in the ring. But look, I like I, I couldn't, I, and I hate to pick on the Ultimate Warrior, but man, that that guy as no a, selling really pisses people off. I hate that too. And and the, he's a trash human. He is. I hate he's racist. Him. He's homophobic. Yeah. He's all the. He's all the things. He's that, all the ists. He's all the things that you get canceled for. A drug Except, abuser. Did, has he? Did he smack a wife around or a girlfriend around? No. Surprisingly, not he, yet. Well, he's dead, so he won't. Not yet. Is he still alive? Not yet. <laughs> he questioned everything. What does that mean? Uh, there's a rumor that he never died. Uh, not not to the level of Tupac, where they think that 
after Warrior left in the 80s or the early 90s. They switched. They, there's someone else that became Warrior. And the Warrior that we know today that died isn't the same Warrior. How do you years. feel about that, sir? I think it's all a lie and everything that happened happened and Warrior's dead. Good. Good. Um, He's crap. Spot or moment of the night? Right at the opening of the Rockers and, and Santana versus Martel and the Fabulous Rougeaux, there was a, this 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 uh, sequence that the Rockers they probably rehearsed ten thousand times, you know, probably five hundred times. Literally, they they practiced, and it was so perfect. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Miss Elizabeth hitting Sensational Sherry with a purse. You just you just a, a, a stand. I for, had to make you're sure you I'm an absolute for, simp for a dead woman. Cemetery baby, my cemetery girl, a cemetery lady. I want you in my world. That's a song about necrophilia by the Insane Clown Posse. Look it up. It's well, I'm fun, not that far. Fun into little ditty. I'm not far into that. No, no, I don't like that. Catchy little. I don't like tune. that. I don't. I don't like that. It's great. I don't like that. Do you not like the ICP at all? I don't like necrophilia. They they're joking clearly. They yeah, but I'm kids. just like you know. I don't. I mean. Yeah, okay. Bundy they had a kid. They don't have kids with dead women. You can't. Well, Bundy try. had a kid. Al Bundy had two. Ted Bundy had a kid. Did he really? He was a necrophiliac. Was he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, Gacy had kids. That I knew. Yeah. Necro. He was a necrophiliac. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, BTK, necrophiliac. He had kids. He was the necrophiliac too. I thought yeah, he just like bro, the- they, no, they really a lot of them were necrophiliacs. It's terrible. Yeah. That being said, I'm not a necrophiliac. Neither am I. Unless it's the I mean, I mean, what? Uh, I'm just you know people really like people listen to people are like oh Marilyn Marilyn Monroe so attractive so attractive. She's dead. I so my undying no, my undying simpingness for Miss Elizabeth is normal. O.J. Simpson. That's who you are, bro. <laughs> you wish I was O.J. Simpson. I was like, hey, I have a problem with this blonde-haired woman over here. I need you to come. And, and then my me. son would kill her, and I would cover up and take the blame for it. I think his son went in to, to do uh, uh, Nicole. I, I, yeah, and then, and then when, he when, was there, and he killed both. Yep. When Ron walked We're up. on the same page. And O.J. helped clean up. That's why the gloves didn't fit. That's why they were they were following him, and he took him on the high speed chase to give him time to clean up. Jeez, what well, man? I want. I'd, I'd like to know on his deathbed. I'd like to. I'd like him to explain. You know, if how OJ had Vince McMahon in his corner, <laughs> there would be there would have been no trial, and he would he would have gotten away with it until his late eighties. Like, just look at it. They, they would have Nicole Brown Simpson uh, like. Rigged up in a wheelchair like we can the Bernies. <laughs> sure would have. Sure would have. Because this is the WWF and no one. No one's a murderer. Until they are. And we don't talk about it anymore. But the, the, the one whose name will not be mentioned. Uh, he's no, nowhere near any of the... Like, you can't find his name on anything. Yeah, related to WWE. He, but he, I mean, you know, Silk is not as bad as him. No, maybe not. Not, you know, just comparing apples to oranges. Is he as bad as OJ? As, um, as New Jack? Is Stuka as bad as New Stuka? Jack? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because New Jacks were justified on the sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stuka just kills somebody. 
And it's not because um, uh, New Jack's biggest, like, like his biggest transgression on on tape, at least, was against Vic Grimes. Yeah, and that was revenge. And revenge is is a dish best served cold with a, a a knife in the head. That's an old Klingon proverb. I wish I never would have said it. Star Wars. I wish I never would have said it. I'm. I'm... (laughs) Star Wars, you know. The one about the little wizard boy. I think I'm a virgin again. Um, (laughs) Final score. Mathematically, I went three. I'm going to roll three, two, five. Two, five is going to bring it up, but everything else is pretty good. They were were the tag team matches. Yeah. Next up, though, we have Survivor Series 1989. Will it be better than the previous Survivor Series we watched? Fingers crossed. I really, really Fingers hope. crossed. I'm crossing. Look at me. I'm crossing my fingers. Listen, if y'all need your fix, you know where to get it. Where? It's your boys. We're on the corner of Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And we get you, had a, we get you set up with a nice, 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 nice syringe full of the No Disqualifications podcast. Serving on your knees. Because I'm a doctor. And I'm going to prescribe you what the greatest podcast ever been, ever is. No disqualification podcast. There ever will be. You know, I got a, I got an illness. You know what the prescription is? You know what I need? More cowbell. After the cowbell, though, I need some no disqualification podcast. So make sure you follow us on the Twitters. Uh, make sure you um, add on the Instagrams. And make sure you check out our latest and greatest and the ones we've dropped before, the No Disqualifications Podcast. And, uh, hey, uh, Shawn Michaels, what do you think about all this? To me, you know, Jesus, you know, you know, it's, it's, you know, like you said, I don't... My name's Adrian. My name is Laszlo. That was Shawn Michaels. Chica, chica. One love. <laughs>